Hi and welcome again. Uh, it's Margaret Sekonet and welcome to my YouTube channel. Um, today I'm going to just uh, briefly touch on the five important areas of feng shui, uh, specifically the internal feng shui uh, that, uh, of your home. Okay, so let's get started with the first important area and that is the main door. This is the main entrance of the property okay so it is important and it's usually the, the area that is most used now it is important because it is the chi mouth or the energy mouth meaning that this is where the chi from the external environment flows into the property or home now this is the primary entrance of the home or the property therefore this area allows for uh, either positive or a negative chi to be received so if there's positive chi it can be received and then if there's negative chi uh, to be negated we can also actually um, sort of uh, not having it enter the home as much as possible okay so if the main door faces the right direction and is, loca is located at a good sector this is where we can actually uh, negate the negative chi now it is important to identify and analyze the internal and external forms from both sides of the door as this could uh, show you if the main door is either favorable or otherwise. Okay. Now what I mean here is there should be an open spacious area just outside your door to accumulate chi. What do I mean here? Let's go to the next slide. What I mean here is the bright hall. I've actually touched this on um, other occasions and I think I've actually mentioned this on my other video as well so the bright hole is not really a hole in itself but it's the condition of the internal and external uh, environment just inside and outside of the main door so both in and out should have a bright hole which means what bright hole means that each of this area the external area outside of the main door should actually be free of any hindrance and it should actually have a, a welcoming and wide space there's nothing that's blocking it there's no poison arrow blocking it as well likewise is the same thing in the internal uh, side of the main door so it has to also have a bright uh, hole or a bright feature a, a devoid of any uh, clutter, devoid of any hindrances for the chi to come in. As you can see here in these uh, two pictures, the, the internal feature of this uh, home have uh, a very clear, bright hall. Um, I just want to get back to the other slide. As you can see here on this other uh, video, on this uh, video to, I mean video, I mean on your slide, the main entrance the outside feature of this uh, of the main door now let me get my pen ready now if this main door has all this uh, leaves or trees blocking it then that would actually present negative chi and that would actually not be considered a bright hole okay so it has to have such as a spacious area here and same when you enter the door into the main entrance there should be a space right here same with the 
what you're seeing here. Because as you enter the door, there's a bright hole here. Okay? So, what is the other areas that we have to consider? Okay. Secondly, would be the balcony. Now, if you're living in an apartment, this is pretty important. Balconies are considered the secondary tea mouth in regards to apartments and condominiums. So, for example, the apartments, the balcony is considered to be the secondary area or, you know, where the energies, either positive or negative, will come into the property. And is, it is, of course, uh, best located facing a favorable direction or landform. So now this would be similar to the main door because we do also want to have a favorable direction or a landform when it comes to a main door of a house. And uh, based on that, we will find out if the feng shui of the house is, uh, if the chi that's coming in is actually good or, or, or not, okay? And so when getting a unit, like an apartment or condominium, make sure to also check and see if the balcony is in a positive sector. Now, how to measure the facing direction of a balcony? Just stand at the balcony and face outwards, okay? Uh, one little tip here is that you should never place spiky plants here as they prevent good energy from flowing into your home. Plants should be vibrant and, uh, you know, of a vibrant color as uh, it actually encourage uh, good flow of energy, okay? So, let's get on to the third area, third important area of feng shui is your kitchen. As the saying goes, food is essential. Food is your form of life, you know. It is essential to living, therefore we have to find a good area where we could actually prepare this uh, this essential uh, you know um, uh, factor into our life where you know if the kitchen is good when we prepare our food then it's actually good for us too so as such the place it is prepared should also be good and good in what terms energy wise so it is vital to have uh, nutritional food supplies for the same simple reason that it gives occupants the energy to function every day, then, then therefore the kitchen that is favorable should be one of our uh, topmost priority. Okay, we should actually consider uh, the, the feng shui um, flying star layout of the house and which sector would be the most appropriate sector for us to visit, to locate our kitchen. So when analyzing the kitchen, the main thing to look at are the location of uh, the stove and the sink. Now, these are two important uh, equipment or, um, you know, uh, the stove and the sink are two very, very important factors in a kitchen. So, and this is because the, the stove represents fire and the sink represents water. And if they are in unfavorable locations, there will be a, a, a fire and water clash, or what they call shui huo, xian tong, okay? So placing the sink and stove side by side will create that fire and water clash, okay? So we should avoid doing this by not placing them opposite or adjust adjacent to each other. Or, you know, we can actually uh, try to remediate it by placing an obstruction between them both if uh, we encounter such a placement. 
like in this uh, slide that we see here we have two photographs here you can see on this uh, particular slide here you have the sink facing opposite the stove so it is a direct fire and water clash okay now the other uh, thing that I have to also mention here is with regards to the kitchen uh, stove usually we do not like to just uh, have the kitchen without a back support here as you can see there's no back support and preferably not in on not on an island as you can see here so this island is uh, is sort of an extension but it still signifies no support for the stove so if you have a stove like let's say we reverse this picture and uh, if we have this stove in here instead of the sink that would also be a no-no okay so this the clash is a no-no but if you have a an island stove that's also a no-no okay so uh, there are some other things that you can see here one of them is also the beams that you see here um, we do not like to have the beams overhead beams in uh, our important rooms okay let's uh, get going with the next um, important area in our home and that is the bedroom so a third of our lives is spent in the spent in the bedroom we're either sleeping, resting, snoring. <laughs> so that's making this area one of the most important parts of a property. So there are a few aspects uh, to finding a, a good favorable bedroom. And that is uh, with regards to the position of the bed, the shape of the room, and additional features that are present in the room. Now, of course, the best advice is to place, place the bed head against a hard, a hard surface like a wall you know as this would represent not only proper solid support but also allow for a perfect balance between yin and yang in the space so your bed should not be aligned to the door or underneath a decorative beam again as we were just mentioning a while ago with regards to the kitchen as this brings in negative chi or sha chi or kilin chi and will disrupt the occupant's uh, rest or health you should place your bed against a hard surface again and uh, by doing that, the yin and yang in this place, uh, in this space, uh, would be, you know, we would allow for that uh, balance of the yin and yang in the space. Okay. So another thing I would actually uh, suggest is to avoid having too many bedrooms or choosing a bedroom, uh, a room that has too many windows or doors. Okay. Because then, well, one of the main uh, uh, result would be that you'll have a hard time finding a solid wall because most of the walls will have either a wall, uh, a door or a window. Okay, so let's get on to yes, like the, this uh, slide that I have here just shows you typical example. Uh, on this uh, particular photo here, um, you will have a bed that is put onto a wall that has a door. So chances are. Uh, the person sleeping in this bed would not really have a good night rest because of all the in and out there's always this nagging psychological feeling that uh, you know there's somebody probably picking out from the door or something like that likewise it's the same here on this other photograph and this one has two uh feature that she this occupant or this uh the person who's uh, sleeping in this has to worry about it's like um you know the bed is actually backing onto a window and it's the same wall that also has a door 
So it's like a double-double, <laughs> but uh, in a negative uh, way, okay? So if you have a room, I mean, chances are, um, if you have more windows and doors in the room, you'll find a re you have a hard time finding a solid wall to put your uh, bed and, you know, to back up the headboard too, okay? So let's get moving to other things. Yeah, again, the beams, and do not have beams above on the ceiling and this applies to any of the important areas of the house like the bedroom you know like kitchen you know and then like this one it just it just it just uh create the sachi energy coming down pressing on you or anybody just below that uh, ceiling with all these overhead beams okay now let's get on to the last uh area and that's the study room or your home office. Um, your home office is a workspace where you spend a lot of time creating ideas, accepting plans, planning your business, working on documents, doing your accounting, that type of thing. So it is important this, this room is located uh, in a suitable sector with uh, ideal environmental conditions because the right placement can then enhance your productivity. So study room should be located in suitable sectors based on the flying star formula, okay, based on the annual and the permanent flying stars of your home, okay, and also according to what is suitable to the property as dictated by the outside environment or the environment inside the home, the environmental conditions. So the focal point of, of course of this study room is where you place your study desk or your office desk as well as the direction it faces when you're sitting at this particular desk you know and um, of course the direction is measured by where one faces when we're sitting okay such as do we sit uh, facing our favorable direction we talk about fa you know, facing the command position now um these are other factors to consider i just did a, a video or check out my other video on and it's uh, called uh find uh, and uh, the title of the video i think is uh, feng shui desk direction avoiding the negative energies of the year so this is a video of trying to find the best desk direction for uh the year 2021 to 2022 to 2023 without too much hassle of moving your desk okay uh, i like to simplify things okay and uh, so i i prepared that video uh in order that you know i could share with you the the a template of what i do in the hopes that uh, it could actually be useful for you guys too so um and it's basically to show you how to position uh your desk your desk taking two afflictions for the year into consideration so when we talk about uh finding a suitable uh sector for your study room as well as the direct we uh we are actually also making use of the formulas in flying stars and that would actually be the annual flying stars that comes in every year and uh together with its energies and the permanent flying stars of your home okay so these are the energies that are inherent in your home. It's like a birthday of your home, you know, and the energies, 
the talent and skills, let's say, of a person. So it's similar to that. You know. So anyway, um, I hope this have been, uh, you know, I hope uh, you've been able to glean some um, important uh, information from this uh, brief video. Uh, I might want to uh, go into more uh, details on each of these five areas in the, in the near future. So please, um, how do you call this? Um, subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get uh, uh, instant notification you know, uh, when I come up with uh, any of my future videos. Uh, like my videos and subscribe to my channel. So I hope, uh, you know, I'll see you again. And uh, so this is Margaret. I'm saying bye-bye for now and hope to see you too.